And let me take this opportunity to welcome you to BrotherDayBaptistChurch.com. This is Reverend Fred Proctor, Sr., pastor. Uh, the Lord's willing. Uh, we'll have a, about 30 minutes together, and we just want to worship the Lord and have a great time and lift up and magnify the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We're glad that you are here. Uh, God's willing, I will be preaching a short sermon on things unseen. Right now, we we have a song, uh, as, uh, the inspirations from over at Bryson City, North Carolina. We've known them for many, many years. First time I met them, they came to our church. They were in high school, uh, driving a Volkswagen van, and it broke down. But uh, we love these people. Down through the years, they have uh, done great singing, magnifying the name of Jesus Christ. So listen to this song, and we will be right back. That leads through ways I cannot see While going through This world of care This unseen hand Will lead us there I'm trusting to Sing that story saved by grace. Then while upon that golden strand, I'll praise him for his guiding hand. I'm trusting to. I'm trusting to the 
unseen hand that guides me through this weary land and some sweet day I'll reach that strand still guided by the unseen hand the unseen enjoyed that song uh, there is an unseen hand I heard that song in a long time and I wanted to use it uh, thanks to our uh, engineer Fred Jr uh, he's been doing this for many years he's an expert and one of our other sons Eric Proctor up in uh, Pennsylvania he helps he preaches does a lot of preaching and teaching and singing. Now, uh, I, I want to uh, use uh, I want to use uh, two verses of scripture in the book of Saint John. That's in the New Testament: Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Uh, John chapter fourteen, uh, uh, and this is a very uh, well-known chapter. Uh, I will not read it, but it starts out the first verse uh, where Jesus said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Now, Jesus is here, and I'm going to use two verses, verse, uh, verses uh, 25, uh, 26 and 27. This is Jesus speaking to the disciples and to us. And he says in verse 26, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, and uh, we always use the King James Version, it's the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. Uh, don't get bent out of shape over that. So it's the same thing. It means the same thing. If it's a ghost, you can't see it. It's a spirit, you can't see it. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Verse 27. Jesus is speaking. Peace. P-E-A-C-E. -E. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word for all of your many, many wonderful blessings of life. Thank you, oh God, for your loving kindness, how you've blessed us. And uh, we've heard the word many years ago and accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior. And thank you that our family is born again. Pray for every person that's listening uh, and watching. And I pray through the power of the Holy Ghost 
they will be convicted if they're not if they're not a Christian and will accept you as their savior and if they are a Christian they will be convicted and start doing service uh, for your honor and your glory and we'll thank you and praise you in Jesus name I pray amen and amen things unseen there are and I don't have the time and I wouldn't really take it to try to tell you uh, about things uh, that are not seen There's, there are many things that we hear about that no one's ever seen have you ever seen God no neither have I none of us have seen God we couldn't look upon God and live because he is so great and mighty uh, uh, and so magnificent that there's no way that we could live. We, we saw him uh, and manifested in his son, the Lord Jesus Christ, when he came to earth uh, and was born. But uh, the, the birth, which we celebrate at Christmas, was not the beginning of Jesus. He's always been. Don't ask me to explain this because I can't. But we believe in the Holy Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Ghost. I have not seen God. You have not seen God. No man has seen God. Uh, except, like I say, uh, and when he's manifested as the Son in Jesus, and uh, sometimes when he uh, came down to earth as an angel, like to Abraham and to three or four others, but no man has seen God. We cannot look upon God. And so there are people that says, well, can you prove to me that there is a God? Well, if, if you are... Uh, I'm going to use what I want to use. If you are so ignorant and you can look around and see all the great things that have been created and still say that you don't think there's a God, then you truly do have problems. Even even in, in the remotest islands and in the jungles, pygmies and different tribes of people who've never heard the gospel who's never heard of Jesus but they know that there is a higher power they, they give him another name because they don't know anything about Jesus but they know that there's a God and I'm here to tell you there is a God uh, I haven't seen him but I have spoke with him he has spoken to me not in an audible voice but right here uh, in the inner sanctums of my soul uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit he has spoken unto me. Uh, uh, no, I didn't hear it like uh, you're hearing me. Uh, but he has spoken to me many times. So things that are seen. Jesus is saying to the disciples, because it's not too long from here to where he goes to the cross. He lays down his life. He is crucified. You know, and then is buried and resurrected and then goes back to heaven. But it's not too long before his uh, crucifixion 
that what I read to you in St. John chapter 14 uh, and verse 27, I want to read, read this verse to you again. And keep in mind the title of this sermon, it'll be part one, is Things Unseen. Now Jesus is saying to them, to the disciples, and to us, to every born-again Christian, peace. I'm going to spell it again. P-E-A-C-A. -A. Peace. I leave with you my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. How many Anywhere, people that are listening or watching or, or whatever, how many people would dare raise their hand and say, Oh, I have seen peace. Well, what does it look like? You know, this world is in a mess. Actually, the world's been in a mess ever since of what took place in the Garden of Eden, and and the curse uh, came upon every man, every person except uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, uh, and man. When I say man, I'm talking about men and women and boys and girls, and boys and girls uh, are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ until they reach that age, whatever it is. But understand this. Uh, the Bible says, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All of us are sinners because we are sinners by nature. We inherited from Adam and Eve that sinful nature because they sinned. And it's the most egregious, the most terrible sin that's ever been committed upon the face of the earth. Uh, and you say, you have lost it. No, I have not. How many sins have taken place since Adam and Eve sinned as a result of, of their sin? Every sin. Every sin that's taken place or ever will take place has happened because of what happened in the Garden of Eden and you say, well, what's so wrong about that? Look, sin is sin. Uh, and, uh, uh, and people talk, talk about the fruit. What was it? I don't know. I don't care. I just know that it was a fruit. Could have been an apple. Could have been orange. I don't know. And uh, I'm not being sarcastic. I don't care. God told Adam and Eve, uh, don't eat of that fruit. But it wasn't even further than that. He said, don't even touch it. Because if you do, you will die. Well, uh, you know how the serpent, that old slithery devil, let me say to you, put this in your memory and, and please re remember it. Never trust a snake. Never trust a snake. So, he, he uh, deceived Eve, and then she ate of the fruit, and then gave to her husband, and he did eat, 
and they committed sin. The sin, uh, they, they rebelled against God. They disobeyed God, and it was like, we will do what we want to do. And sin has, it, it just opened up a floodgate because every human being that's ever lived or ever will live in, except Jesus inherited that sin nature from our parents. Uh, and you might say, well, I don't understand that. Well, do, do you have a, two hands? Most people do. I know there's some that has had a hand chopped off or are born without a hand. Do you have two arms? Do you have two eyes? Do you have two ears? Do you have a head? Yeah, because you and I inherited that from our first parents, Adam and Eve. So we inherited the sin nature. We are sinners by nature. And I, I said earlier uh, that the young people, and I don't know what age they are when they know right from wrong. I don't know. God knows that. But I know that God, uh, uh, the blood of Jesus Christ, takes care of them uh, and protects them until they reach that age of accountability. Then it's up to them. If they don't accept Jesus Christ as their Savior, then it's their fault. Uh, and they will not, uh, God's, God will not overlook sin. And he does so because and children because they don't know right from wrong. But Jesus said, and ever, listen, and ever since what happened in the Garden of Eden, there has been trouble. There's been trial. Yes, there's been sin. Bad sin. But sin is sin. None is, uh, you can't say, well, it's just a little bit of sin. No, it's, it's all sin. It's, it's sin. And ever since Adam and Eve were driven out from the Garden of Eden, man has been longing and looking for peace. Peace, P-E-A-C-E. -E. Oh, what a mess we are in the world. But we've always been in a mess. There's always been troubles. There's always been heartaches. There's always been people who suffer with all kinds of different problems like depression and anxiety and doubt and worry uh, and these things, they're real. They're called panic disorders or, uh, and, and, and they're very real and they have to be dealt with. And so, uh, the world, and I'm talking when I say the world, I'm talking about man and woman. They naturally go after the things that they can see. We talk to people. We preach about peace. Jesus said, "Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you." Well, what does it look like? Put it out here on a platter or some kind of container and 
show me what it looks like. Well, I, I can't show you because uh, it's not some tangible something that you could, like money, or silver, or gold, or power. And there's nothing wrong with being rich if you came about it uh, honestly. And if you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, nothing wrong with being rich. But so many people, not even rich people, but they have it in their mind, if I had plenty of gold, if I had plenty of silver, if I had plenty of money, if I had plenty of things that I can look at, if I had plenty of money, I could buy anything I want, and I could buy peace of mind. No, you can't. No. You could, you could uh, wrap up and have so much money that you could wrap up in it and sleep in it. And, it. and as far as material things, buying or bringing you peace, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Peace is that which comes from the Lord Jesus Christ. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. I'm going to give you peace. And you can lay down at night and sleep and rest. And you can sit down and rest and eat and enjoy life instead of going around, you know, oh, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I hope nobody steals my gold and my money and, and, and we pile up on, a, on us a bunch of stuff and it just brings more and more trouble and we seek and do everything we can to have peace of mind and we cannot find it and you never will find it until you find it in the Lord Jesus Christ. Peace. I leave with you my peace I give unto you not as the world giveth give I unto you unto you let not your heart be troubled neither neither let it be afraid peace oh my listen I am not against doctors. I I have a family doctor that I visit when I need to. I believe in good doctors. I thank God for good doctors. And uh, but there are just some things that that a doctor can't can't help you with. Not as far as said, well, take this medicine, take this medicine, and some medicine may be, uh, excuse me, may be very good for you. I know it is. I'm not against medicine. If it's something, then it's not, you know, some of this crazy stuff and helps me, I would take it. Sure I do. But there is not a medicine in the world. There's not a doctor or a nurse or 
nurse practitioner or PA, any of them. There's no one that can say, take this or do this uh, uh, so many times a week or something, you know, or work out or something. And again, I'm not against things like this. I'm simply saying, if you don't have peace of mind and peace in your heart, you'll never get it until you get it from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What does it look like? Well, we could we could say we know what it looks like because we see people, we talk to people, and they they they're peaceful. Uh, they're not, you know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, you never will know until you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. So, uh, uh, things unseen, peace, but oh, the effects of the peace from the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, you can see the effects, absolutely. Jesus and his disciples were out in a, in a boat. They called it a little ship, and there came up a, a, a mighty storm. Uh, most of his disciples had been professional fishermen all their life, uh, but they knew about storms and how dangerous it was to be out on the lake. But there came up this uh, mighty storm, and the waves was splashing against the boat, and it was just about full of water, what the Bible said. Jesus was in the back of the boat asleep, and they woke him up, and, and they were all torn. Oh, Master, don't you care? We're going to die. We're going to die. Jesus got up, told ye of little faith, how long am I I'm going to have to be with you? And he walked out and just raised his hand and said, Peace be still. And instantly, the waves basically bowed down and said, Yes, Master. Yes! And the storm ended, and immediately there was a great calm. Well, what, did, what happened? What did Jesus have? Did he have something that he threw up into the air and it stopped it? No. No, it's the power of God. We don't see that. We don't see anything because there's nothing to see. It's the power of God. He's that powerful. He can do anything that he wants. It's unseen. That power is unseen except in the fact that it brings about great and mighty wonderful works from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, this peace, you can't see it, but oh, when you have it, you will certainly know what it is. Uh, and like, peace be still, when the storm is stopped, you won't understand it, but you will certainly enjoy it. Now, I'm going to, close this this will be part one and 
God willing, we'll be back sometime this coming week or next Sunday, uh, maybe with part two or three, Things Unseen. But listen, I'm going to just say, if you are, if you have never asked Jesus to come into your life and to save your soul, I'm going to ask you if you will do that right now. Uh, now is the time. Now is the time while you have the opportunity. Don't put it off till tomorrow because you may be dead tomorrow and not have another opportunity. Call upon him. Now is the time to serve the Lord. Call upon him. I pray that you will. Thank you for being with us. And God bless you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. The wisest man that ever lived, King Solomon, had these words to say in the third chapter of Ecclesiastes. To everything there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up that which is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones to gather stones together a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing a time to get and a time to lose a time to keep and a time to cast away a time to rend and a time to sow a time to keep silence and a time to speak a time to love to hate, a time of war, and a time of peace. There is a time for everything, and there is a season.
to say.